0: All right, should we clap? Uh, one, two. two, three. All right, uh, do it again. Why? Do it again. God. Do it again. Y- you ca- you count it. One, two, three.
1: <laughs> I'm kidding. You ready? Was... One, two. One, two, and here three. we go. Drop in the third one right now. When I say three.
0: Boom.
1: One, two, okay. three.
0: No, we already did it. Oh. We already did it. Hey everybody, everything's great, And my guest is Richard Spade. Hey everybody, this is Rob Benedict. Uh, with me uh welcome to the podcast. This is number 5. Uh well, with me today is a as a young actor. You might know him. You might know him from uh, Speed 2 Cruise Control. You might
1: know him. <laughs>
0: You might, you might done
1: know him from.
0: Uh, you might note him from his from his uh, role on Running the Halls, as Mark G. The Shark Stark.
1: You should save each one of these nuggets for an episode. This this will take us three weeks to get through, meaning I only have three credits.
0: Or the TV series Look, where he played rapist for three episodes in a row. Uh,
1: it's pronounced rapist. Um,
0: <laughs> Did he have a first Rappiste. name? Rapist. He was a French artist. <laughs> I, I I actually I, I thought that today. I thought you know I, I I should give some you know usually when you're a guest in someone's podcast you give the, you know you give their credits. Yeah. I thought I should I should do that today for Rich you know really give him a good intro. And I went I went to your IMDb page and it's just so rich. Yeah, it's funny how it's,
1: stuff about yourself is usually about yourself.
0: Is, yeah, well mine is very Rob. When, when you re, when you read it, it gets your feelings hurt. <laughs> Uh, but no i just feel like when you deep dive into each one of our imdb pages there's just so much in there uh you know 30 years of being in the business uh it's i'll tell you what it's certainly you
1: look back at the the early especially first decade or decade and a half of my career and just dorks and shitheads was was my yeah same my moneymaker
0: same dorks dorks shitheads and occasionally a killer the unlikely killer. You
1: know, I know we like to call out people who are special during these fragile times, and I want to I want to compliment the good people at El Merro Merro, which I don't know what Merro, M-E-R-O, is Spanish for. Okay. But uh, the shrink wrapping on the top of their bottle of mescal is ooh-la-la.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm going to have to get Frank in here
0: to open this. Ugh. Wait a minute. There you go. I got it. Are you going uh, mescalas today? Are you uh, teetotaling? Oh uh, yeah, no, uh, dude. I was counting the minutes. I here's what really happened at five thirty. I almost texted you. Yeah. I'm ready when you are, but I did that last week, and last week you were like, "I'm not ready."
1: Well, so unfortunately, it's kind of a tight window because I got to wait for the machete to get home.
0: I know, I know. I knew. I realized that. I realized it was a machete situation. Hold on, you ready? Hold so on. So I
1: backed off. Listen up, ready? That right there. Ooh, that's nice. It's not a cork sound effect. That's El Merro Merro. That's right. It's, this is me. I
0: Smell the. Uh, that's not an ice sound effect. Mm.
1: Yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't had a drink in two days, which it sounds like, uh, it's a sad, it's sad that that's a benchmark, I but.
0: Uh, I, you know, I didn't drink, I didn't drink yesterday, and I was literally counting the minutes. I was like, okay, so if I make a drink now, I wanted my first drink to be right now. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. I mean, it was, it was five o'clock somewhere for an hour.
1: Uh, yeah. And I didn't drink. Well, here I am. I'm on. Uh, so, cheers, clink, cheers. Mm. This is a different mezcal, and man, this is way smokier. Um, is it? A quick shout out to the good people at Silver Lake Wine, who are still just shoveling out the booze to the locals. Um, Love it. You know what? Do me a favor, real quick. Play that. Yeah. Play that Silver Lake Wine theme you've been uh, cooking up in the back. In the background. Oh, okay. Yeah. And one. Yeah, and here we go. Two. Here. And uh, drop it.
0: So, like, why stay drunk all the time? Thanks to Robin Rich.
1: Pretty catchy, right? They've got to appreciate that. They've, yeah. they've got. And the fact that so. you named us as sort of financiers of their entire establishment in the song—that's nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, We are kind of propping you know, so them funny. up. So <laughs>
0: funny. I don't think people realize that when you tee me up for those songs, that the song has not been conceived. I don't know if people appreciate that 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 I gotta go back and go hmm, (laughs) what's something that's gonna that's gonna fit the reaction afterwards. It's effing genius, and um, yeah,
1: (laughs) like like we could do right now. I said, play that song that's about me making you write songs. Go one, two, three, do it.
0: Richos makes me write these songs. (laughs)
1: Well, that was angry. Huh. That seems very aggressive. <laughs> exactly. See, now whatever I said, exactly. he has to write a song that matches yeah. that right. response. He's got to shoehorn that yeah. in.
0: Yeah. That's exactly for
1: somebody right. who has nothing to do with this podcast from the technical side, you've given me way too much control. You know what I mean?
0: I know. I know. It, started, I, I, it gets to the point where, like, do I edit out that he just requested another song? No. That's, that's the only power I have.
1: Dude, let me tell you something. And I might be speaking for you know half our audience all three and a half of them but mm-hmm. the the musical interludes are the, are the highlight of it i mean i think people listen to us yap <laughs> just to get to the part where there's a musical bit you did something with like a creepy organ last week i don't remember what it was yeah but yeah uh, yeah
0: yeah oh, yeah i did it, dude, I had it was a creepy organ. super
1: funny speaking of creepy organs <laughs> yeah. rob benedict everybody <laughs>
0: Hey, (laughs) tasteful nudes but uh you know speaking of your imdb uh list i thought it might be fun or maybe it'd be a train wreck is if you and i not right now but maybe next week or the week after we we played a game where we named a credit named a and you couldn't cheat okay because you named one of your old credits and the other person had to guess the character he played okay the character's name and what it was okay
1: i i mean i'm in on that
0: because you have a lot of stuff on your, and, and honestly, the reason I thought to do this for you is because last night I got a text from Al Cal, uh, our friend Alexander Calvert up in Chicago, up in uh, Canada. Yeah. And he said, uh, he said, uh, he's like, how you doing? I said, good. And uh, we had a back and forth. And he was like, well, here's what I've been up to. And he sent me pictures of you. <laughs> someone has made a, 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 I think he said he showed it to you, but he someone has made a video, a YouTube video of all of your old stuff.
1: Yeah, he uh and, he was uh, texting me and, pictures of me from uh
0: pre his birth, I think. <laughs> god, oh god. Anyway, I I wrote back nothing is better than young rich. Oh. It's just it's so great. It's such great classic stuff. It's
1: funny because nothing is more upsetting to my wife than seeing me young because she just is like, Oh, what is that thing? How did that thing now I don't think I'm attractive, but my wife, she'll look at me now and go something about bearded scruffy rich caught that woman's eye and we're now she's now she's now stuck with me because we have kids but uh she'll see a young young me and be like oh oh god we never would have dated if I'd met you then (laughs) never (laughs) like that's a yeah I'm I'm in the
0: same boat i was still
1: charming she's like you could have hit me with a bazooka a charm and it would have just bounced right off no way the machete is charm proof with that being the wrapping around <laughs> the package you know what I
0: mean? hey hey the good news is the good news is she likes you and yeah. that's that's important well she
1: met me at long the, the, hair and uh, and uh, long sideburns yeah you, know, you I, know
0: i remember the 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 poster for your the movie, north beach uh, era looked like, the north beach rich yeah and you look like a rock star mm-hmm. i i get that though no i've been covering my face with a beard for years and you know i i've, I've been there so i get it but it'd be worse if the machete was like Wow, you were actually hot when you were younger. You know that that'd be worth. Yeah, news.
1: But she said he has some classics. I remember we were talking about Matt Cohen early on when Matt Cohen first joined the circuit, and I said he's, I said he's a he's a real handsome fellow. This guy, and so you know with the with the gift of the internet, we dialed up a photo, and she's like, oh no no no, not my type. I don't like handsome guys. And I was like, ah, <laughs>
0: cool. Uh. Huh. That's like hmm. <laughs> well, good. When I, I guess uh, when I I was for we uh, it was like late '90s and I went to uh, the old Tower Records. Uh, to get to, to buy the new Pearl Jam album at the time which was Yield their album Yield and when you bought the I lined up at midnight and, and got the album right, right when it was released right wow this is a sign of the times you don't do that anymore and uh, so they gave me the, the album and they also gave me uh, like a hat a Pearl Jam hat so I'm I'm walking out to the car and I've got my Pearl Jam hat and a poster a big poster of Pearl Jam yeah. and the CD and a carload of dudes drives by and they like slow down and like, nerd, and like drive away. And I was like, I was really hurt at the time. I was like, oh my God, am, you know, am I a nerd? Am I a nerd? And I, and I went home to to uh, my wife, uh, Molly, and I said, you know, Molly, am I, am I a nerd? And she was like, no, honey, those guys in the car, those are just cool guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, right, <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> That answers that. Now, now, sweetie, those guys are
1: just bangable. And and yeah. the thing is, <laughs> when you're hot That's and right. your wife covets them,
0: there's a certain... <laughs> oh, it's hard to explain. <laughs> Honey, yeah, those are... Finish those are your guys, alphabet are,
1: soup and let's get you to bed.
0: Are, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um... You know what I wanted to ask you? A lot of people have been asking about this. Nobody's I, been I, I, asking. I don't even know what the question Nobody's is. Nobody's
1: <laughs> been asking about it. It's like Trump is like, you know what they're saying? No, they're not, dude. Nobody, Everybody's been saying. You know that what? I know. I don't even know if I agree, but you know, the word on the street is, you know what they're saying? I mean, crap. <laughs> saying, I don't know. That, what do I know? I'm just the guy at the lectern, but uh, you know, people I, are saying, yeah, everybody. Know.
0: Everybody's saying that I know more than everybody about COVID.
1: You know, I should have been a scientist. I don't say that. I never say that. <laughs> Other people look at me. I'm like, you need a lab coat. You're
0: a scientist. <laughs> um, has, is there any update from uh, poop, poop Gate with Hank?
1: No, but Hank did drive by yesterday and made a comment that hey. I was that was questionable because I, I was I was taking the boys out say? on PE. You know, I was taking them taking the, the boys for a run. Technically. Uh, we do it in stages because of the new school schedule. Two boys are in one school, one boy is in another school. So I was taking Frank on his run. Now, remember, for those who follow the story, at one point Frank was on Team Hank. You know, Frank was keeping the story under wraps at <laughs> Hank's request. If you remember that, Hank was—I mean, Frank was a turncoat. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> so I think when he saw me running, running with Frank, I think Hank had this feeling of like. Oh, like when you see, when you drive by and you see your buddy from the bank robbery on the chain gang, but you're still free, <laughs> you know? <laughs> he, had, he had a window rolled down and wind rushing through what's left of his hair and just kind of feeling <laughs> feeling good about himself. And then he says, me just dragging Frank through the hot California sun on a run. And he's like, oh man, they got Frank. <laughs> he said something about it. I was like, is this PE? I'm like, yeah. And he goes like, you dude, you. And I couldn't, I couldn't tell if there was respect or loathing in the in the tone, I couldn't tell.
0: <laughs> he didn't curse or anything, did he? No, he didn't curse. Not not Hank. Oh, that's good. He's classy. That's good. Oh, that, that's that's what I was afraid. I afraid of, when you said it was questionable, as Freddie came back. No,
1: just is just, just the, the gleam in his eye. Get your shit sign out of my neighborhood. Yeah, bleeperty bleep. No, it was a gleam in his eye. I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know what was going on in, in Hank's noodle. Don't know. Huh? Yeah
0: and he just said what what did he say i you know
1: it was he said so what was this physical education you're doing p.e right now i go yeah i am he's like
0: oh (laughs) man
1: you wearing a lot of hats over there but it sounded like like he wasn't a hat lover type comment you know like oh you know it wasn't like oh yeah it was like "Uh i thought i think he felt bad for frank i think what it really was
0: is frank who was doing great i think he felt bad chain gang uh comment i think is legit yeah I think that's, that's what it was. Frank got got. The warden is the machete, so... You know, heart's going out to him. Yeah. I know. Did
1: I lose you again? Uh, oh, son of a bitch. Oh, man. I actually hung up on Rich. Where'd you go? You made a comment
0: I hung, slammed on the phone? I Honestly, can I be honest? I realized I'm... I'm I'm finished with my drink. Right? And I was like, can I can I get rich talking about something with enough time to go refill and come back. So I'm still listening to you on the phone, but I have to unplug from my <sighs> my my ear earphones and go. And your phone if your story was so funny, I was I, I couldn't leave. So
1: Okay, well this is the part of the uh, program everybody where I explained to Rob that this podcast isn't live and we could have paused right. for him to take a tinkle. <clears throat> I don't need a tinkle, I just need to put ice in my drink Oh, oh I thought ice in your drink was in air quotes Like you had to go put (laughs) ice in your drink You know what I mean So
0: what, what did you
1: (laughs) Now it sounds like you're taking a tinkle That's what I hear, I hear tinkling sounds okay we won't edit this out because this gives scout something to draw you putting ice in a glass that's right. yeah that's right that's
0: right hey how about by the way how about those scout cartoons dude
1: it's the only reason why I'm, I'm doing this podcast now i literally this is it is that maybe she'll take 30 <laughs> seconds and do uh if <laughs> she'll do the she'll do the drawing and you know what's funny she does these cartoons of yeah. us and I watch yeah. And I'm like This is hilarious It's so funny She takes you know An airtight Three four so minutes spot on Makes it so funny And then I show it yeah. To the machete And the machete goes Oh Well that's funny You know what I mean Yeah Yeah Yeah,
0: yeah. That's why we love Scout Scout gets why we're funny And machete And that's why we f- We fear the machete Yeah
1: You know what also The machete did she... The machete I was texted her I said hey I, I've got to do this podcast At six o'clock today And her response was I thought I put an end to that <laughs> I, I'm not I, I, I kid you not She said Dude I believe
0: you I believe you
1: <laughs> Hold on I'm, I'm going to find it Because I want, I want to I want to really like Quote this right Oh, oh my yeah God. I said Reminder I have a podcast to record Tonight at six With Rob
0: This is a text This is a text check. Right?
1: Her response I thought I shut that podcast thing down <laughs> And then Her next response Okay So like she gave in
0: you you let her think about it. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh Christ, (sighs) give us something to do." (laughs) Gives the
1: gives the men something to do.
0: Uh, Um, Oh God, that is so good. I know that is so good. She's good. She knows what she's doing. What else has been going on? How's your How's your uh, quarantine going?
1: And you know, it's ebb and flow. I mean, it's going it's going well. The boys are handling it well. You know, it's it's really. I don't know, those of you who have kids or just other family members at home or roommates, it's like morale, keeping morale high can get old. You know, they yeah. they the, the boys gotten a big scrap, not a physical altercation, but a but a yelling match. And I was, you know, yelling louder than they were to get them to, to knock it off. At one yeah. point Steve turned to me calmly and he says, Dad, we're stuck here too the only other people we can play with are each other we're gonna fight wow i'm like oh
0: wow you're right steve that's uh yeah that's we're quite a fight. statement
1: he's not wrong it's a it's a natural progression in the social
0: structure to to laugh and then argue um yeah Yeah, and it's true, and and and, you know, hearts our hearts go out to the children because you know they may not be as emotionally as emotionally formed as we are, but they they're suffering in their own way, and teenagers especially they need to see their friends. This is a big uh, development time for them socially, and they're you know they're not made to stay in.
1: I think about like if this were happening in my teenage years, how with this setup, Mm -hmm. even in the digital age. How in the world would I have been rejected by all the hot girls at the girls school if I couldn't have actually asked them out to events? They wouldn't have been able to shoot me down out of the sky like skeet, yeah. you know, uh, shot down by some of Nashville's best looking women. Yeah. Who are now some of Nashville's <laughs> best looking women, uh, married to great guys, and <laughs> raising families and glad that they no. passed on this one.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you, and I, I think uh, the same is true. With, I, I think I would have talked on the phone a lot. But the fact is, Rich, we couldn't have done distance learning.
1: No, we couldn't have done distance learning.
0: We just wouldn't have gone to school. No, it would have been really weird.
1: You know, I, well, had, I, I had, have had a female friend. There was
0: no homeschooling. No,
1: there was no homeschooling. I mean, well, I guess there was homeschooling for, like, Quakers and stuff, but it wasn't a thing that we knew about, at least, right? No, uh uh-uh.
0: no. No, not at all.
1: But I had, I had a female friend, and you've met her, Rob. I, I had a female friend. And we talked on the phone so much. Her name was Edith Trost, and we talked. I met her. We met. Yeah, you've met Edith. We we talked on the phone so much that my parents called my telephone Edith. And this is not cell phone times, guys. This is the landline. They refer. You had
0: your own landline? No,
1: I just the the phone that was nearest my room that Uh, I would yap on.
0: Got it. Was called
1: Edith. Edith. So I had I I could talk to Edith on Edith on the Edith phone.
0: That's. That's amazing. Yeah, That's on amazing. the landline.
1: I think about that now because, uh, you know, my kids aren't dating yet, and I don't have any daughters, so I don't have this set up either. But remember how petrified you were to call a, a girl's house oh, knowing that oh her mom God. or, God worse, her dad would answer?
0: Yeah, would answer the phone. Oh, God, yeah. And and, and, and the thing is the kids don't have to worry about that because oh, no. they all have f- phones now. My my son has a girlfriend. They, they talk on the on the phone. Or they text each other, you know?
1: You know how hard it was with a landline and one line one line in the house, landline, you know how hard it was to get through those phone lines? A picture of your schwant's
0: next to impossible.
1: <laughs> no, you know what I mean? But you tried. I mean... But you tried. Didn't oh. stop us from trying. <laughs> Didn't stop me from trying. <laughs>
0: Do you see this? Can you see it? Can you hear it?
1: Um... <laughs> yeah no yeah. i uh, No.
0: and you know what rich and honestly i i, I don't know how uh, what the truth is but something tells me that back in you know eight, early 80s when you and i were 40 you know, 13 14 that it, they wouldn't have done this I, I think one of the reasons we're able to do this now is because of technology dude what, did, what would they have done like well, i don't think they would have. i think people would have died
1: No, I think they would have closed down schools and everybody would have had to have repeated a grade or something. I mean, I just just don't think... Or they would have sent packets home and it would have been way more on the parents because I, you know, with my grammar school son, I'm way, way involved. I'm way steep in the education. With the middle schoolers, though, I'm more of like a proctor. I'm making sure it gets done, but I'm not Mm -hmm. handing out the sheets. You know, they they communicate with the teacher via email and via, uh, you know, digital classrooms... So,
0: Oh, my God. With my 16-year-old, I'm like, uh, you know, how was school today? And he was like, don't worry about it. It's fine.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, <laughs> I don't have to, like, I would have had to have been, you and I would have been, you know, with stacks of pamphlets and books and teacher's guides, and we would have been teaching the kids. Oh, yeah. and That, yeah. Would, that would have been a, uh, just a turds falling from the sky shit show is what that would have been.
0: And, and, you know, back in that that generation, you know, our our parents weren't around as much. It's just, it's, it's. yeah, I don't know what we would have done.
1: I don't know if our parents weren't around as much. I almost feel like we're, dude, you and I are on the road half the year. Like, my parents lived in town, you know. and
0: Yeah, they lived in town. They slept in their beds, but we, they weren't, uh, you know, like I walked home from school every day. Oh, well, there's a
1: certain freedom. I actually think. We've screwed that part up a little bit. I mean, there's a certain freedom that kids had then that they don't have now that you know, I of course I live in, you know, big, creepy Los Angeles, but maybe it's not the same other places. I don't know. I just feel I think like every
0: I think everywhere it's that way. I don't think anyone wants their kid to walk home from school. I mean, I was a latchkey kid, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh you know, especially after my dad left, then it was just like me and my mom's and it was uh you know but obviously she she wouldn't have been able to go to work so i guess it just would have been me and her you know playing atari
1: <laughs> yeah but you also couldn't walk in the house and immediately start uploading mountains of porn which you would have done at that age you know
0: I, that's uh, honestly that's an accusation i'm not prepared to take on
1: i'm sorry i thought i was stating a fact. it come on no please
0: i'm not i'm not ready to address that i'm just not i don't
1: i don't then how'd really... you how'd you get the nickname boob google
0: See that's no one said that. That's that was my that's joke. What people are saying
1: that's what I'm hearing. I mean, I don't know. What do I know? I'm just the president. Joke. I'm at the lectern, but you know, people call you Boob Google. That's what I hear them saying. <laughs> hey, how's Boob Google? That, and I and I look around
0: what, and I realize they're talking about you. I'm like, ah, no. you must Google a lot of boob. No. Oh, Boob Google. You, when the we had a, a new office mate join us in our office, and she she texted us and said, "What's." the password for the internet and I said Rich did you change it from boob google
1: <laughs> boob google
0: boob google did you you made that I joke I said I didn't say maybe boob google but I said boob something hey did let I me think ask you, did this? you change it from to boobs one two three and then you immediately went into the I'm gonna have to apologize for Rob yeah well let, so let me ask sorry. you this
1: does it sound like I'm making bacon right now
0: who wants uh, bacon
1: yeah who wants bacon with their eggs? Robbie?
0: Something's going on over there. there. You've been, every episode you're doing something weird. And I can hear it because I have to edit it. So I have to listen to my ear. I'm like, what's he doing? I don't necessarily hear it on the phone, but like the first couple episodes you were drawing something. It sounds like you're drawing. You know what I'm doing with this? You, you know What is that? What What am I hearing?
1: I'm making bacon.
0: No, you're not. You're not making bacon. What are you doing? You don't have a, mm. you don't have a. Uh, sounds good. What's What's it called? What's the thing when you go camping and you have a griddle? Uh no, or like a you know something you could put over the fire that you put a you put a flame on and you have a a heat cooker. A bunsen burner? Yeah. You don't have a bunsen burner in your garage you don't know making that. bacon. Well then how, if I
1: don't have a bunsen burner in my garage, then how am I making this delicious bacon?
0: Mm. It sounds like you're opening candy like an old lady in church.
1: A lot of people think Who'd you go to church with? A bunch of candy loving old people. Yes. Um, I, uh, I I think that bacon is sort of uh, a pig's candy. So yeah, in many ways. What are you do?
0: <laughs> what are you doing? What are you really doing in real life?
1: Uh, I to found this little piece of cellophane that the good people of El Merro didn't want me to remove from the top of their <laughs> mezcal, but I did, and so now I have this uh. little sound effects machine. Uh, you know what I'm bummed about is like there's no there's been no news in the outside world. Like no the boys are out there enjoying their time with I'm each concerned. other which just screws I'm up concerned. my entire.
0: Yeah. Thing. And it, it well, it, honestly if nothing else it it proves that the it's not planned. When people come into the room this is not something we write. There's not, not a tiny happens. guy
1: we pay to play Frank.
0: No, or a first AD outside going like, "Okay, Frank. Cue Frank. <laughs> Cue Frank." Cue Frank.
1: Well, they call, they call him by, they call him by his you know Frank's his character name. Like, Marlon, go.
0: <laughs> yeah, Marlon. That's right, Mar- Marlon. That's you. I like Marlon as the actor who plays Frank. I'm going to keep that in the f- Frank's story. Uh, and Marlon Glasscock yeah. as <laughs> as Frank's fate. Frank's fate. Um, uh, I'm I'm looking at your IMDb page. That's good. And you know, on the right where it says user lists, they, so these are lists that you're on. Okay. Cast a band of brothers. Okay. Cast a band of brothers. Right. That makes sense. The Ring 2002 Hollywood premiere. Were you there? I did go to that. Yes. Well, there you go. Uh, favorite actors. Uh huh. Scariest supernatural villain. You were very scary. Wasn't I? Oh man. A
1: lot of people laughed through their uh, shaking fear.
0: And this is one I made. Stars I've met. So, I put you on it. You've met me? <laughs> I did, yeah. Or I've met you. Oh
1: Christ. Technically, I guess we met. Really?
0: Yeah, we met. Yeah. Do you wanna tell the story about how we met? No, because
1: it it makes you look like an asshole and I don't think you need that kind of bad publicity right now.
0: It makes you look like a liar, is what it makes it look <sighs> like. Cause I, I know the truth. Okay. I know the truth is not, you're sensitive and that is not <laughs> my name. sensitive. It did not happen like that.
1: My name is Richard Spate Jr. And my nickname is Rich. Your name is Rob Benedict.
0: And people call you Boob Google. So who do you trust? You know what I mean? (laughs) I I literally almost choked on ice. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, nobody calls me Boob Google. They do now. Second of all.
1: And let me tell you something. (laughs) The shirts that'll be made. You know, you got really mad. Remember, like, you got so mad because the whole thing about you hating Perth came out, and you're like, "Quit, quit the hating Perth bit." And I'm like, "Dude, it's branding. Like, you're yes, it, you've offended a city in a nation, or maybe the entire nation. <laughs> but you, but then this the Rob hates Perth thing. You, if you Google Rob H, and I think it, it finishes H Perth. You know, like it just finishes yeah, it for you. Yeah.
0: So no, that's that's marketing, man.
1: You can't you can't buy that kind of marketing.
0: It's negative marketing, first of all. There's no and such thing as bad
1: publicity. You know what bad boo pub- <laughs> you know what bad publicity gets you? The White House. <laughs> you could <can> be president <laughs> I don't want one day. the White
0: House. I don't want the White House. Well, you're gonna boob
1: Google boob- your way into the Oval
0: Office. I this is a true story. Richard, uh, uh, when we are for those that for the the four of you that are listening to this podcast, for the one of you that doesn't know Rich and I went to Australia about seven, eight years ago. It was 14 years ago. And uh, someone came up to the both of us and said, I'm a big fan of yours, Rich. And uh, and he said, oh, that's nice. Where are you from? And she said, Perth. And he said, oh, that's funny. Rob hates Perth. And I I had barely heard of Perth at this time. Um, and, I, and I, of course, did not uh, hate it. I don't hate anything uh, that I don't know. And uh, she looked at me with tears in her eyes and said, we take offense to that. Well, you can understand why, right? So that then we had a, a an onstage Q&A, he and I, where we told this story, and we all laughed about it. And for the rest of the weekend, I had people from Perth come in and saying, you know, it's actually a pretty good city. You should go. And I and I never said, I never actually said I don't like it. And in, even us telling the story, people didn't get it. No. And then uh, the more that I said, I don't hate Perth, the more people were like, huh paids hates birth, and
1: well, you're real defensive about it, which has been raised a lot of eyebrows. You know, see, it's
0: as if Rich. Uh, this is my analogy. Rich made this little toy, and the toy destroys things. But it got, it gets like more than a feet away, two feet away, three feet away. He was like, ah, there it goes. Well, what are you gonna do? And, and that's the way he's been about it ever since. And he will not admit publicly that I didn't say that. I oh, what do we got? we got stuff
1: no do you hear you hear like they're literally right outside the door all three of my children are right outside the door and being as loud as possible without coming in you're out the garage well come here what do you mean how come in the door go go walk around and come in the door forced news of the world well no there's something about somebody got hit by a towel and they're also out in the street which i can't figure out like why are they in the street
0: oh boy and where is the machete
1: well, not parenting, clearly. Or she kicked him out, <laughs> which is also possible. <laughs> There's no jury that would convict.
0: world, and sometimes fletch. What?
1: Fletch? What's what story, What's up? What story were you just What's what story? No, it's not live, it's a podcast. No, I said you
0: smell like
1: wine. I smell like wine. Yeah, you No, right. it's muscat. <laughs> oh. Um All right, so now tell me what did you just say? What's going on?
0: I was trying to shoot Steve with a Nerf gun because he hit me with a towel.
1: Okay, you're trying to shoot Steve with a Nerf gun because he hit you with a towel, but how did that end up in the street?
0: Oh, he ran out the door.
1: He ran into the street?
0: No, he, yeah, he ran out the door and hit the street.
1: And then who's he talking to now?
0: Oh, he's making a joke. He's trying to get in, but he's too lazy to hop the fence.
1: So he's just standing with the door <laughs> yeah, moaning? Yeah. All right. Well, what's your game plan now? Uh, to get to Nerf when I go shoot All right. All right. This, this, uh, this, uh, this part of the podcast brought to you by the good people at Nerf, uh, who are arming white <laughs> children to the teeth for their battle royale. All right. Well, thank you, Fletch. Thank you for the update. There he goes.
0: Tell Fletch I said, uh, tell Fletch I said hi and happy birthday. Rob Rob says hi and happy birthday. Frank's big. And sometimes Fletch. Brought to you by Nerf.
1: He says thank you. <clears throat> there you go, by the way, he's wearing a obviously a children's version of a camouflage flak jacket for this nerf, oh my
0: God, nerf war, oh my God, that's yeah. amazing uh Calvin, my son would give anything to be there with them right now. It would make him angry that he wasn't there
1: <clears throat> uh yeah, I know they get along, they get along real well, it's fun, oh,
0: yeah, and they like this they like the same things. I told him. Uh, there's uh, something I just sent Calvin, which was this thing you can find online where it's a whole bunch of, of uh, stuntmen uh, do these bits where they're <clears throat> so isolated, funny. but they so great. Do you know what I'm so- talking I saw, about? I saw one of them. Yeah, yeah. Where they headbutt and then the other one takes the impact. Yeah. So anyway, you say I hate you say I hate Perth, and 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 then it uh, and and then I call you and you say no problem. You you, you I'm not going to mention it again. And then uh, you know it just became a thing, and I couldn't deny it. After a while, I embraced it.
1: Yeah, you had to. I don't think you had a choice. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot about that. That's a life lesson. Well, you you, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, Bobbo. Uh, I could,
0: uh, I don't know about that. Spent
1: a lot of time trying to cram that crap back in there, but it's out. It's all over the sink. Deal with it.
0: it feels more to me it feels more to me like you can't untattoo a tattoo. Sure.
1: Unless you're the actor playing tattoo and you have your tattoo removed by lasers.
0: <laughs> tattoo had a tattoo?
1: Herve Villachez had he had a tattoo and I don't know, I never saw him nude. <laughs> had he had a tattoo, could have had it removed and then you can untattoo a tattoo, but you can't put the toothpaste back <laughs> in the tube. <laughs>
0: And this this poses a very good question, which is: Did tattoo have a tattoo? I don't know. And do people know who who tattoo is?
1: No. Uh, isn't there is there a? I, I feel like there's no no people only people who are our age and older know what the hell we're talking about. And you know what? So yeah. what? For you, if you don't so know what? who tattoo is, Google it. Yeah. I dare you.
0: That's not our concern. No, it's
1: not. Um, Robert yeah dude we just for those of us who are for those of us for those of you who are sort of uh, catching up with what's going on in the world uh, California no or at least Los Angeles Angeles County no school the whole year not happening then they say it's going to last until the fall I mean that's the that was the word on the street yesterday meaning what that COVID's with us for like through the summer into the fall I mean you know I guess unless you live in Georgia in which case you know it's business as usual
0: yeah well, but I also hear that like May fifteenth, people are going back to work. Where in Georgia or elsewhere? I I, 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 I I don't know. I mean, certainly in your my industry, they're not going back. No. But, but like mid May, late May, I think that like some people are going back.
1: Man, I tell you, that's
0: it's,
1: been I don't know. No.
0: I, I hear such such weird opposite things. Some people say like, no, no, it's not. We're locked down until August, and then other people say like, no, we're a couple weeks. We'll be hanging out again. Like, when's the next time I'm going to see you in person?
1: Me? Yeah. You'll see me because, like, we'll do one of those, like, six feet away, like... Hangouts? Cocktail things. Camp chairs oh, in a circle. No one's near each other. Bring your own stuff. You know what I mean?
0: I love it. I yeah. love it. I'm in. I'm in. It, yeah. RS, but... RS, RS, RSVPing, yes.
1: <laughs> Already. But you haven't yeah. told me the date. Doesn't matter. Oh. I'm open. I am. Yeah. I am. That's crazy, how's everybody else hanging up? I'm like, you know what this is I mean every now and then I get hit with a wave of sadness about the whole thing. It'll be yeah. fine, and I'll be fine because I feel like as a as a crew, the spate unit is hanging in there tough and getting yeah. along great and doing our best, and I'm sure the benedicts are too and and it's you know, yeah, but then every now and then I'll get hit by a wave of what the fuck is going yeah. on? What is this,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: The fact that I'm used to seeing everybody walk around in a face mask, which looks like something from a horror movie the first week. And now you're like, hey, Kyle, dope mask. Thanks, Rich. You know, like.
0: I know. I know. And gloves. So weird. Yeah, it's very strange. It's very strange. Um, I had a uh, thought about people wearing masks. That's another thing, right? You're you're blowing up. Every five seconds, your phone goes. Thanks, buddy. Who's? Who's, who I, I don't, I don't it?
1: hear it, so I, I don't think you're right. Really? Uh huh. Oh, I know what it is. Cause I've <laughs> here's what it is. Cause I've got the notification for the security camera by the door where the boys were out wrestling. So they're running past that camera, <laughs> and it's giving me a notification that there's motion by my gate every two seconds.
0: Well, that's you know.
1: There is motion by my gate. A lot of motion by my gate. So you're going. with It's a three drink podcast for Rob Benedict. Those who are keeping uh, track at home, this is a three drinker for, Bobbo for I'm call For two and
0: a half, because this is just adding more ice to drink number
1: two. I'm going to tell you right now what the title of this uh, podcast is. I don't write those. Rob does, but I'm going to tell you right now. Here's my pitch: three yep. drinks for boob Google. That's that's my that's my that's my pitch. Right. How about a boob Google right. three drinker?
0: <laughs>
1: a right. boob Google I'll How allow. about this A boob Google hat trick
0: I'll allow it mm. I'll, I'll allow it I'll, I think uh, uh, You tell me Boob Google hat trick Or three dinks I like three dinks for boob Google
1: <laughs> I do Because it, it oddly sounds like A fucked children's book <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Guys if you don't settle down I'm not going to read are we good? Are we good? Okay. Where were we? Chapter three, uh, three <laughs> drinks for Boob Google.
0: Last time we saw Boob Google, he'd had two drinks.
1: Now, he stumbled across the doorway. He fell and chipped a tooth. Ha ha ha, he said as he stood himself back
0: up. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, well, you know, uh, so I, I was saying last week I was, I, I've developed, I've been kind of a maskist. I've been uh, kind of uh, against yeah. people who don't, don't wear masks. Right. And uh, I, I've eased up my maskist tendencies because, uh, you know, to each his own. And, and also, you know, I, I, I don't know how, how much we need it. Like when you walk the dog, do you, do you wear a mask?
1: Yeah, JC and I wear a mask. What we do is if we are completely by ourselves in the street, we'll pull them off. But mm-hmm. if if we see somebody coming, we'll we'll put them up. And here's what happened. He, this is what's tougher is going out with the with the kids for a run or any kind of exercise because the masks uh-huh. are a drag when it comes to yeah. breathing hard when and you're... sweating and all that stuff. Oh yeah. So what what Frank and I did on that run where we saw Hank is we just tied the uh, like bandanas around our neck. Yeah. And we were jogging and we would be approaching somebody. We would just. Either raise them up or even just hold them up like as a yeah. sign of respect, we were yeah. nowhere near them. We still gave them the more than six feet uh cushion yep, but uh you know just to just to show that we're we we care we get it, we're trying to be good neighbors we we would yep, just lift that up but but running yeah. with them was is a is a drag, and I know you know a small price to pay versus getting that disease and passing it around, but nonetheless, I'm trying to navigate functioning in society as as society currently exists uh with those masks on
0: yeah no it's it's a weird one that's what i did today i went running around the lake and i you know i would have it around my neck and i'd pull it up when i was with people
1: are you running the the right direction
0: correct yes i am but some some people aren't some people aren't man
1: and i gotta tell you you want to talk about the the i'm a directionist that chaps my (laughs) hide it's like yeah, so put in upsides. our, neighbor, in our
0: in the neighborhood. Rich and I live in. There's a direction you're supposed to run around the lake. So that only
1: now not. it's a post-COVID direction. Yeah. Before it didn't matter exactly.
0: Yeah, but, and so there are people running, r- walking, or running the other way, and it, it screws it all up.
1: It's really and it and it's a bummer because then you got somebody breathing hard running at you, and that is gross. <clears throat> yeah, um, it is.
0: It is yeah. so.
1: If anybody I, listening to this is, is somebody who lives near us, running the wrong direction, you know who you are. Just turn around, yeah. go the other way. Yeah. If you're not seeing rows and rows of bottoms in front of you, you're running the wrong direction. Hmm. All you should see are bottoms.
0: <laughs> Wise words.
1: It's <laughs> really a lesson for life, not just an exercise.
0: <laughs> what do you think the chances are that someone's listening to us that knows what we're talking about? Zero. What about you? Yeah. Oh. Zero. Zero. I
1: thought you were going to say, I thought you were going to stop the sentence. What do you think the odds are that somebody's listening to us? That was it. <laughs> <laughs> I was still going to say zero. <laughs> uh, I remember uh, years ago, I'm a, a massive REM fan, and in the mid 80s, REM minus Michael Stipe so peter buck bill berry and mike mills yep here's an idea made an album with uh warren Zevon. oh yeah i remember that on one out one album do you hear that all that dinging stop it stop dinging um it's out of control oh man um anyway it was they made one album under the band name hindu love gods yep and uh And the Hindu first of all, it's a phenomenal album. It's impossible That's to find.
0: Raspberry Beret.
1: Raspberry Beret, yeah. It's uh, the rock version that we've played before in in Minneapolis. I think you yeah. played the rockin' version of that. Um, but it's absolutely an album worth getting um, if you can find it. I, I happen to have it on CD because I bought it a million years ago. But I, maybe it's maybe it's on iTunes. I don't know. Anyway, the point is at the time. I was an avid R.E.M. fan. And if there's an article about R.E.M. in Guitar Magazine or in anything, I bought it to read the article.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And I literally loved, especially Peter Buck is the best interview in the world because oh, he's the most the reluctant rock star <laughs> in all of yeah. rock stardom. Yeah. And and Peter Buck was being interviewed about the Hindu love gods. And he's, his quote was, I don't know why anyone would buy this record. <laughs> Which I just thought it was genius. I just yeah. thought, because of course the record is, is, was phenomenal. And it's literally three quarters of R.E.M. and Warren Zevon, all of whom in, as individuals are fantastic musicians and have done yeah. libraries of work. And yet still, you know, Peter Buck living in Athens, Georgia, humble global rock star. I was like, I don't know why yeah. anybody would, would That's buy amazing. this album. I've, and I know you know my favorite, my favorite Peter Buck quote of all time was... Which is? He says, he was getting interviewed at one point, and somebody interviewing him was uh, along the lines of, hey, when you're recognized, like, do you like that? Do you not like that? Like, how do you handle it? And he's like, oh, sometimes people will think they know me, and they're not sure why. Because obviously MTV was a big deal, and they, these guys were on TV mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And the interviewer's like, well, do you do you tell them? <laughs> he's like, <laughs> Peter Bucks, like, no. What am I gonna say? Why, yes, I am famous. Perhaps you recognize me from the cover of the Dickville Daily Ball. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was, the, at 14, the funniest thing I'd ever heard. <laughs> and then my friend Ben Tate and I, who were in bands together for years and years, we looked at that and we thought, not only is that so funny, but also, if you lived in Dickville and you started a publication, <laughs> would you call it the Daily Ball? I feel like that's a hat on a hat. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you'd do that. I think you'd call it well, the... You're the there,
0: yeah, you're sitting there in Dickville.
1: Yeah, but you're not going to call it the Daily Ball, but you're maybe the no. Dickville Gazette anyway I just thought I just thought it was so funny that you know he's like well yes perhaps you recognize me from the Dickville from the cover of the Dickville Daily Ball Um, anyway he's a genius all that to say I've I've gone on a tangent to say a lot of times Mm -hmm. I think our motto for this podcast can be pulled from the words of Peter Buck when describing Mm -hmm. the Hindu love gods I sometimes say I'm not sure why anyone would listen to this podcast
0: that's right but I hope they do Yeah. yeah And yet it's a great album.
1: Well, I, I and and yet it's a great album. It's true. Oh, yeah. And we laugh making the podcast, Robbie. We we laugh during this we time. Have, we
0: laugh. We have a we have a good laugh sometimes. We have some laughs? I wanted to uh, read you. You know, we've had some uh, some people on the iTunes giving us some great reviews. Really? And I thought that was really nice. Yeah. Wow. So I thought I'd read one. Uh, we've got all five stars. Uh, wow. This one says, "Grab your drink of choice and hold on" by SMKLDR. Rob and Rich just bring it I love this podcast They make it feel like you're hanging out with your friends And they bring the laughs Especially in this time of uncertainty I look forward to this every week Cool, that's awesome Yeah, Uh, just what I needed This was amazing to listen to This was what I needed for today I don't think I've ever laughed Listening to something as much as I did listening to this podcast And I had a smile on my my face the entire time I loved listening to this And I can't wait for the next one And that was from Danny Peterson That's awesome Yeah.
1: Well, so, you gotta. Uh, you, you should savor these 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 comments because next week when we get a seething comment from somebody saying, "Don't tell me which way to run around the lake. I'll run w- around whichever way I damn well please," <laughs> and you two can suck it. P.S. When I see you, I'm going to cough in your face. Um, <laughs> and then
0: signed signed the machete. Signed T Machete. <laughs> <T-muchety. laughs> First name of. It's a sign Macy Mays. <laughs> uh, talk about uh,
1: reluctant internet celebrities. <laughs>
0: Did she realize that she's a thing? No,
1: man. <laughs> I mentioned, I said, hey, there's a couple people mentioning the machete on Twitter. She whipped around. She said, there better not be. I mean, I, I, I'll tell them to stop. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll send out a cease and desist tweet
0: <laughs> uh, good stuff well we didn't get much news from the world we had the one report from Fletcher but yeah uh, which is
1: it. Uh, which uh, it didn't yeah well you know what, that's good that means the boys were engaged and getting along and uh, they were all yeah. moving together as a unit so uh, Frank didn't pull apart to come see dad at any yeah. point
0: during yeah. the podcast and Fletch just had a birthday how old is he? Let's just turn 12 Aw Yeah man It's amazing It's crazy I told
1: him this is a birthday party you will not forget People are having COVID birthdays You know it's so unique
0: Yeah <clears throat> Did you do anything like have his friends call in or anything? We uh,
1: Tosh and Mike did from Oregon And then Tommy and Tracy did from South Carolina All family members with kids that he's friends with great. You know cousins So it was cousin, great. cousin heavy Did a lot of cousin That's stuff great. Yeah it That's was great. great It was super fun and uh he picked the agenda and the agenda was banana splits and beetlejuice that was our nice <laughs> that was the lineup and it was rock solid by the way uh, there's a movie that actually holds up oddly well i've gone back to watch some movies of that era like money pit and i'm like oh and i you know of course love tom hanks everything he does but yeah it's not nearly it's not quite as funny as you think it as you thought it was back in the day beetlejuice holds up pretty damn well you know, so is,
0: effect- this an, is, this, is this an Entertainment uh, Lockdown uh, recommendation? It's Entertainment Lockdown Recommendations. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Okay. I have not mm. seen that movie in a long time. I, I hadn't seen it. that movie
1: since it came out in the theaters. That's how Same. long it had been. Uh, the, the scariest part of the, of that movie, dead serious, or the creepiest, or most shocking, whatever you want to say, is Alec Baldwin at 25, playing the husband. It's <gasps> Knock you on your keister, <laughs> just so he's So handsome. It just looks no. It just looks so different. Like you know, because Alec Baldwin's been famous the whole like since then on, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. now you picture Alec Baldwin in sort of the way Alec Baldwin has looked from Hunt for Red October forward. Yeah. And this is yeah. him playing a dorky. This is him like him and Rick Moranis went down to the wire for this role. You know what I mean? Like it's, he's <laughs> even though he's super handsome, he, he's like big googly glasses and playing a goofball and it's just a trip to see oh wow him and also Gina Davis it, it rekindled my unwavering affection for Gina Davis <laughs>
0: she pretty in it
1: which made me feel bad because it made me think I you know I don't want to obviously I'm seeing Liesel right of course, music. Are. of course
0: you of course well well definitely check out uh I, I definitely will check out that movie I think you think Calvin would like it
1: Oh yeah, I think it's because Michael Keaton is just funny, man. He's just yeah. funny. You know what the boys flipped out at? Because Steve, and I hate that I ended that sentence with a preposition. You know, bear yeah. with me. You know, tough right. times in quarantine. But right, Steve and Fletcher flipped out that Winona Ryder was in it because they know her as the mom in Stranger mm-hmm. Things. <sighs> That's hilarious. And, and halfway through the movie, Steve goes, "Wait a minute." wait a minute <laughs> that's
0: Will's mom
1: and I'm like yeah man that's Will's mom um, oh
0: that's funny how did Fletcher know to even request that no idea
1: he'd never seen it no idea really? I guess his buddies, really? probably his buddies at school talked about it and whatever but like, Michael Keaton was genuinely like it's as funny as you think of him being you know
0: it's iconic it's yeah. iconic very much so um, Well very good There you go Last minute uh, uh, Lockdown entertainment Recommendation
1: You know what it made me think I'm going to watch With the boys that I think it will be great Because seeing Gina Davis And we've seen Tom Hanks And Big We watched that I think League of Their Own I'm going to come back With a report On League of Their Own I think that's A right. great movie Sports But funny And you know Yeah Topical Here, With another, the t- Time another of like one. History and everything
0: Yeah Here's another one Tootsie
1: Oh, Tootsie! What a masterpiece! Gina
0: Davis. Dabney Coleman.
1: Was there anybody yeah, playing Hoffman. a better jerk on TV than Dabney, or in movies oh, than Dabney Coleman? Nine, nine to Five. Nine to Five. Uh, on Golden Pond.
0: Oh right, yeah. Remember him and on Golden that. Pond? Yeah.
1: There's a steak named after him, or something named after him, some kind of uh, dish named after him at Dan Tana's really yeah you can order the Dabney huh. Coleman
0: is Dabney Coleman still alive
1: I don't know we're gonna find that out next week mm-hmm. we we reveal whether Dabney Coleman is still why alive. why wait till
0: next week I can <sighs> Wikipedia this right now
1: oh Christ here we go don't write a song for All this right, let, let us sit in painful silence <laughs> great this is where you add the si- the sound of you typing
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He is still alive. He was born in no, years active born in nineteen thirty two. He's eighty-eight years old. He was in the Towering of Fern, Inferno Inferno. Huh. Oh dude.
1: No, Dabney Coleman was in everything and he always played kind of the jerkish, you know, businessman, yeah, yeah. you know. He's so good. Uh, yeah. Where does he live? Does it say? Like, is he a California guy or is he Uh
0: well he was born in Austin, Texas. Uh it doesn't say where he lives man but yeah that's awesome still still alive 88 well
1: Dabney Coleman if you're listening and I have a hunch you are (laughs) here's to you pal big Dabney Coleman fan
0: cheers to you buddy
1: and Robbie that wraps us up man
0: that's it I mean we're gonna go out with Dabney Coleman bang that's right that sounded weird but you know what I mean uh that's why you listen to this uh podcast for references like Dabney Coleman and tattoo from Fantasy Island.
1: <laughs> it's an education in what the hell are those guys talking about? But you know what I mean those when I say boob Google, because that's Rob Benedict and I'm Rich Spade, and we're signing off from this week's show, at which I'm only a guest. It's really Rob's podcast. <laughs> I was just invited so to be here. So Robbie, thank you for inviting me. Uh, thank you for coming. All right. Thank see you, you guys for next coming, time.
0: everybody. Yep. See you next week. I'm pressing stop. So am I. <laughs> Everything's great, and my guest is Richard Spade.